Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. The Angels ready to celebrate. Enjoy these fans. Here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! 5-1 to the final tonight! You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox by Red Sox fans. Report is happy to announce that we will be sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. High and Happy Catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist. All of their meals are cannabis infused. If you are looking to have a real happy meal, call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on Instagram at High and Happy Catering. You'll be happy you did. Of course, my internet's going to be stupid. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 54. My name is Brad Chandler. With me today, I have a new co-host for the Pesky Report, uh, a good friend, uh, someone we've been following for a while. He actually came on. Uh, we were doing a live stream or a watch along of the Yankees. Was that was that the, the time you were on? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so a month or two ago, it was around early June. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, Isaac's been around; he's been a part of uh, uh, helping us out and whatnot in, in in recent months. And he's a friend of the show, and now he's going to be a regular co-host. So, uh, uh, welcome, Isaac. How are we doing today? Uh, thank you, Brad. I'm doing fantastic. I'm happy we won. I'm in a great mood, so let's do this thing. You are a very special person when it comes to the Red Sox, man. From one moment, you can be, like, super happy about this yeah. team, and then the next minute, you're like, fuck this team! Fuck this! I'm very passionate. Yeah, yeah. That's what I am. Yeah, and I've noticed uh, a lot of times you'll be like, fuck J.D. Martinez, and then you'll be like, J.D. Martinez has an OBS of blah, 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 blah. So he's really good. And then it's like, fuck Christian Vasquez. And Christian Vasquez is defense and this, that, and the other thing is this, that. And you'll bring up like all these analytic things, and I'm just like, wow, bro, you're totally bipolar when it comes to this team sometimes. 
Yeah, I am. <laughs> Some things just make me mad. Oh, dude, trust me. With this team this year, there's a lot of things that are making people mad. Um, we'll talk about uh, some of the things that make us mad uh, with this team. Because a lot of people seem to think that all we do is just like, oh, this team's good. We, we, they can do no wrong. You know, uh, Alex Cora is God and Martin Perez uh, should be the number one starter every year. And uh, it's just not the case. We're not – we have a lot of homerism here, but uh, we'll shit on the team when they deserve it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, when you play for Boston, that's going to happen. You can't be a fan of a team like the Boston Red Sox and, and just be like, oh, th- it's okay. They'll be fine. They'll be good. Yeah, They're you can't right. do that. <laughs> you, you, you're going to get shit on by all other fans, too. Um, so how we feel about this series? They won the series. Um, they should have swept. They are a way better team than the Twins. But I'll definitely take a series win. That's two in a row from how bad we've been playing baseball in the last 30 or so games. So it's a step forward. I have to say it's it's uh, it's a little disheartening seeing them lose the way they have lost. Like the loss against the Rangers, what was it, 10-1? Yeah, that, that was probably the worst game I think I've seen them play this year. I think that's like not – there's not a close second <laughs> – well, then you got that one, and then like the next series, they played the Twins, and they lose. What was that? I believe it was eleven. What was it? Eleven six or ten six or something like that. Yeah, what was that last night's game? Brutal. Yeah, last night's game was fucking. They should have won. It's the the fundamental stuff that they did not do right costed them the win. Yeah, it definitely did. Uh, a lot of people were just like. It was 96, and it went into the 10th inning, and it shouldn't have gone into the 10th inning. But we'll talk about about that game in a minute. Uh, One thing that I do want to – I want to start the show off, and I was really hoping that Ryan Brady was going to join us because we know how passionate he is about uh, uh, Matt Barnes. Uh, he he, He absolutely loves Matt Barnes. So uh, <laughs> if anybody knows Ryan Brady and has heard him on the podcast talk about uh, Matt Barnes, you know I'm joking. Uh, he he does not like uh, Matt Barnes as a closer, and it's not that he doesn't like him as a person. He thinks he's a good uh, setup guy, maybe like middle, middle, middle relief guy, 7-8 uh, guy. Uh, he doesn't think that he's the guy to close it out. Um it's been a little shaky for him over the past like couple weeks. It's not even like couple like uh, outings. It's been weeks now. He's got like a what a fifteen forty nine ERA. Yeah, he's on that uh, Arolas Chapman run that he had like two months ago. And I feel like this happens to every reliever once in their lives. Like it happened to Kimbrough in twenty nineteen. He was dreadful for the last two years. I think it also do. Um, who am I missing? It might have happened to Kenley Jansen. Yep, it definitely did. Like, just relievers, when they're not on, they miss. They just suck for, like, a while. And, you know, it's all mental. Yeah, it's definitely mental. I, I know uh, – who was it? Um, you said Chapman. I, you don't – you didn't see people like Mariano Rivera 
He doesn't he count. He's the greatest reliever of all time. Well, yeah, I know. I know he's the greatest reliever of all time. And, and but I'm just saying, like, you didn't see someone like him who, yeah. who, like, have those flaws or whatnot. I mean, he had. I mean, he's obviously got the most saves, and it, like you said, he's the greatest reliever of all time. Um, but like after him, there's not even a close second. It, it just seems like I don't know. Uh, I think Kimbrel's might be the second best closer of all time. And he's had like a horrible stretch at all his career. That just explains how insane Mariano was considering everybody knew what pitch he was going to throw. Yeah. The, <laughs> I can't believe he, he was, he was originally a starter. He wasn't even like a reliever or, or anything. They, they wanted him to be a starter. And then uh, he ended up making it as a reliever. And thankfully, you know, not thankfully, because I mean, how many games do you think the Red Sox would have won in the in his career if he wasn't a uh, a closer? Probably a few. Oh yeah, <laughs> a few. Yeah. All right. So let's let's talk about Matt Barnes. Uh, he's been a little he's been a little wonky, and it's been it's been concerning, and it's been. I don't know if it's all on Barnes. Now, there's a lot of people that think, you know, well, you know, guys closer go out and you should uh, you should be able to close out the close out the game. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. You should be able to, but uh, this bullpen has been completely overused. Uh, it has to do with the fact that we've had get Richards, uh, Martin Perez. Uh, I'm going to throw in Pavetta. I'm going to throw in Eduardo Rodriguez as well. Uh, pretty much four out of our five starters before sale came, uh, it, they they only went like four to five innings. So our bullpen was getting overused. You're right. You're, and then, you're correct. And then I don't know how many games has Barnes pitched this year. I can check that stat right now. I mean, it, it's it's not regular to be using between him, Adovino. Um, I believe Adovino is like the second most closes in the team right now, right? He's pitched 52 games right now. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, he's got six wins, five losses. Uh, he has 24 saves. I don't, I don't know how, how many opportunities did he have. Any, uh, thirty or thirty-one. I mean, that's still not horrible. I that's mean, not it's horrible, just, but it could definitely be better. Right? No, I was about to say it definitely could be better. But I mean, he's pitched in fifty-two games. Um, he's finished forty games. He's saved twenty-four. He's blown six saves. I mean. Oh, he's got an eighty percent save. For, he, he's saving eighty percent of the games. The situation is very tough, and I understand why fans are concerned. But here's my opinion: Please. Matt Barnes is a great reliever, and I want Red Sox Nation to realize that. In the month of April, May, June, and July. His ERA was under three every single month. He was doing his job. 
he deserved to be the closer and he deserved that money that they paid him. His career stats in August is just a like a mind blowing what eight point five ERA, and I think it has to do with the humidity. Maybe he's just one of those guys who just cannot pitch in hot weather. I don't know. August is the is typically the most humid uh, month in New right. England. So it's between like July and August, like the end of July, it just starts getting stupid humid up here, and I can I can see that as a problem. I think the um the the man, when Manfred banned those substances, I think Barnes was kind of relying on that. But after that, for a good month or so, he was still putting up good numbers, but his strikeouts did dramatically decrease. And I did have an eye on that because before that, he was striking like the side out like every other outing. I'm like, holy crap, do we have like the next Kimbrel? <laughs> Remember in April, he was just dominating. Yeah, like, he was definitely dominating. Time. That high fastball, low curve, like he was amazing. And that's what he's trying to get back to. That's his that's his like key weapon. If he can command that, no one's touching him. Yeah, you know that high fastball. He he actually threw it tonight. He yeah, he threw it. Uh, tonight. He was a lot better than most of his previous outings. And maybe him and uh, Cora and Dave Bush. They you know they've talked. I'm sure they've talked. I'm sure Bush has been helping him during bullpen sessions. And I mean, Barnes threw. Board. He he threw 26 pitches. I mean, he he did throw a lot of pitches for one inning. 26 yeah, pitches. Uh, and only 15 of them are strikes. So, I mean, I mean he, 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 he did, didn't he, he hit uh, Donaldson, right? Was he that hit, uh, I think, Max Kepler. Yeah, he did hit Kepler. Uh, then he, what was did a he Infield ball to, I think, Nick Gordon. I'm, I'm not sure. And then he got squeezed. He got squeezed in one of the at-bats. It was a 3-1 count, and he threw a perfect low inside corner strike and don't, called it a ball. It was also a lazy <laughs> so I understand. He, he he definitely, I believe it was Burks called it. He was like, you're not going to get that when you're throwing it all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it was it was inside, right? It was down and in. Yeah. It was also a lazy frame by Vasquez, but, I mean, it's totally it, 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 not a big deal. The way, the way that he framed I, I know your feelings about Vasquez right now, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get into get Vasquez because I, I have some uh, things to say about Vasquez as well. Oh, me too. <laughs> but, but, um, going back to Barnes. Hold on. It, it was a step forward. His, I, I yeah. wanted to talk about Vasquez's framing job on that. He was try, I believe he was trying to go uh, go away. And he I, had to. I don't he remember. had to reach over. Yeah, I'm not sure. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like trying to defend Vasquez right now. I'm not. Yeah, I believe you. That. So, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he was. He was trying to go away with that pitch, or he wanted it away, and uh, Barnes threw it inside. It was still a strike, regardless. It hit the glass. Um, it was just the fact that the way that Vasquez had to go over to catch the ball, uh, it that didn't help the. Uh, the, the umpire call it the strike. Yeah. So, but go back to Barnes. Sorry about that. The good thing about his outing today, he did not allow uh, hard contact whatsoever. He got two strikeouts in a week. Ground ball to the catcher, or he went back to Barnes. My bad. But that's a step forward. That's a that's a good thing to take out of it. He was getting rocked. <laughs> 
Yeah, he definitely was getting rocked uh, in his last few outings. Uh, let's take a peek here. Um, the Okay, so he faced Max Kepler. He hit him uh, on a 95-mile-per-hour uh, fastball. He ended up getting uh, Williams Astadio to ground out on a 14.9. It was off the bat at 41.9 miles. No, it wasn't even. Where the fuck did it go now? <laughs> I just had it. Yeah, I'm on Savant. Uh, it was 14.9 exit velocity. Uh, the launch angle was 52. It went 16 feet. So that's good. Um, and then he struck out Nick Gordon. He walked in Dalton Simmons, which I don't know why, but he seems to he seems to be the one that they were scared in this series. They were scared of him this series. Dalton Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a common thing that's been going on with this team all year. But the eight and nine hitters, they're just afraid of pitching them. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and then he struck out uh, Ref Snyder. I mean, he he did have some good. Uh, he had he came out and did his job. So yeah, he did what he was supposed to, and Chorus sending him out with a twelve two lead. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because that's a you give him a confidence booster. Yeah, I'm okay with it, but I think he maybe should get it in like a closer game. That's just my opinion, but I I understand why he did that. It's just to get his confidence back. So it happens. Brady's about to come in. He just. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. His old, ass, loaded. Ooh. his old ass fucking fell asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say something as soon as he walk uh, he comes in. I'll be really you fuck. The A's have the bases loaded with two outs and a sixter game. Oh with Elvis Andrews up. Yeah, it's, it's not Tyon's best outing. He's struggling. Yeah, and we were off. Oh. How about the fact that fucking Boone got thrown out of the game in the second four, inning? Four fat bat with Gallo. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking 20 fucking minutes into the goddamn game. He's already thrown out. Hey, sleepyhead. What's up, man? I got to uh, hook up my uh, headphones. Give me one sec. But, yes, sorry. I was definitely uh, – I fell asleep. That's real. <laughs> you missed us talking about Barnes already. He missed the Matt Barnes scoreless inning. Yep. 
Now you're muted. <laughs> you muted yourself, asshole. That has nothing to do with me. You muted yourself. Uh, hold on. I'm going to do a countdown. He's in timeout. Hey, Grandpa, are you ready yet? I can read your lips, dickhead. <laughs> I can still read your lips. <laughs> oh, I'm in now, baby. Okay, no, I'm not a grandpa. Uh, I just went to work for the first time in two months, and adjusting to having to wake up to an alarm clock is not an easy thing. Uh, so that's real. Wait, wait, what time do you have to wake up to get to your job? That's not important right now. It is important because you know what I'm going to fucking say, right? Listen, you definitely, I will never try to have the who gets up earlier argument. You win. Guess like, what? Well, the Yankees are losing. It's 6 5. Oh, yeah. I think Tyon. Jameson Tyon. It's 6 5. If we were fucking yelling at each other about the fact that the Yankees were winning, I miss Is that is that your wife? Oh, uh, can say can you say hi? Oh, hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's go back to talking about Barnes because I want I want everybody to understand the reason why it's not that you have a disdain for him, but you do have a disdain. For him. Yeah. Um, I, I want you to actually explain why you have this disdain for Matt Barnes without going into Jesus Christ. I really want that Jerry Remy fight club shirt. Um, I want to, I want people to understand why you have this disdain for Matt Barnes. All right. So uh, my father passed away just over two years ago. Uh, he's the biggest Red Sox fan I've ever met. The reason I'm a Sox fan. Um, and one of the last things that he ever purchased was tickets to a Red Sox game, and he was taking all his buddies with him. Uh, none of them are Red Sox fans, but they're just his buddies who want to drive up to Fenway with him. And uh, the tickets were for about uh, five days after he died and uh, didn't know what to do. Uh, I was not going to be part of that crew because it was just a older guy kind of trip. And uh, I knew that I had to go there with those tickets and take all my dad's buddies up there which is what I did. I went to Fenway, uh, Sox versus Chicago White Sox 2019. And uh, we go there. Uh, the Red Sox actually put up on the Jumbo, Jumbotron. Uh, rest in peace, John Edward Brady Jr., Red Sox fans forever. Um, and uh, the whole section stood up and cheered. And it was an unbelievable, just way difficult thing for me to do. Um, some of, Actually, some of my pieces, my father's hair, uh, we spread across uh, Fenway Park. That's real. Um, Socks are winning uh, four to two um, in that game. And in the eighth inning, um, Socks are looking good. And, and uh, Matt Barnes comes in to hold down the game. And uh, Matt Barnes let up probably the longest, most powerful home run I've ever seen to Jose Abreu, um, who just absolutely annihilated the baseball. And he had a non-competitive inning. Um, he just he could not find a strike zone. And if he did, it got hit hard. Um, so Matt Barnes, from that moment forward, uh, he kind of, for me, fucked off that day, right? The day was difficult anyway, but uh, I don't hate Matt Barnes, but it definitely, his stench of that day will live on for me forever. Um, so that's my issue 
with Barnes, it's hard for me to get behind a guy who sucked that hard at that moment when I needed him to not suck. And as a personal level, I know he didn't suck for me on purpose, but it sucks. You know, it, it does. It sucks. Red Sox lose the game. Um, and I couldn't tell you who started pitching that day, but everything was going well. It was a good pitch game, and Matt Barnes just laid a fucking egg. So when I see Matt Barnes lay a fucking egg, it reminds me of that fucking day. And unfortunately, Matt Barnes has laid an egg now almost as much as Daniel Bard, who has the most blown saves of any closer in baseball. So going into the season, before I even was ever on the pesky report, I would tell you going into 2000. And 21, my biggest concern was that Matt Barnes is not a closing pitcher. That I definitely believe in. Uh, let me get a Keith Folk. I need a guy who's going to shut down one, two, three. Uh, ending a game is uber important. Uh, I don't think it's such an easy thing to do. I've seen Mark Melanson come in here and suck ass in a Red Sox uniform, but when he leaves and go to Pittsburgh or go to uh, anywhere else, it's it's easy to do it, but it's hard to do it in New York. It's hard to do it in, in, in Chicago. It's hard to do it in Boston. And to shut that game and to nail it down, I've seen what I've needed to see about Matt Barnes throughout time. I'm not a huge statistical guy about his FIP, whip, nay-nay, all that good stuff. I, I know he's a talented pitcher who seems to burn out every freaking year around this time. And honestly, he's the guy, he's one of the few pitchers that I would definitely not trust in a big situation. Loved Alex Cora in 2018 when he went to Rick Porcello, uh, who was not a reliever, you know, who went to Nathan Avaldi, who was not a reliever. In the big spots, he knew who to trust, and it wasn't Matt Barnes. And that's how I'm on Matt Barnes. Like him that he's on the Red Sox. Don't want him with a season on the line because I think the outcome is going to be the same way it was in 2019. Isaac's got a rebuttal. I'm, I'm assuming and he's going to tell you why you're wrong and having those feelings towards Matt Barnes. That's cool. In the 2018 postseason, Matt Barnes was nothing but spectacular. His only run he allowed was a Marvin Gonzalez home run, and I. I think it was game four, game five in the ALCS. But he got out of two big spots. So you're wrong about that. Remember game one of the ALDS? He had bases loaded against the Yankees. He got out of that. And then I think game three or game four, we had a 5-3 lead against the Astros. Two outs. He struck out Tyler White on a nasty curveball. So he did his job in October. He's capable of going in and being trusted. Why, yo? I'm gonna bring up the game log, but in Game Four of the uh, the ALDS versus the Yankees in 2018, he was used in I believe the sixth inning. So he uh, Cora went to the later innings definitely matter. All innings matter in a playoff game, but there's a reason why we want to work a struggling reliever back in low leverage spots. Sixth inning and then ninth inning are not the same. They're not not all innings are creating with the same equivalent amount of pressure. Matt Barnes was used in a lower uh, leverage spot when the game shined brightest. He relied on his starting pitchers to get him through those spots. If I'm wrong on that, by all means, bring it up and tell him. But he wasn't pitching the eighth inning. Kimbrell pitched the ninth and barely held on. Gary Sanchez just missed a home run. And then it was Eduardo Nunez made an unbelievable throw from third base to end that series. Uh, but it was it was the starting pitchers that got to Kimbrell, not their setup guy, Matt Barnes. I'm gonna get to you. I'm gonna get with you on this. I believe the set closer rule is more is dramatically not that good of a term to use in my opinion. All high lever spots can also come against the team's best hitters. 
I do believe Barnes had to face Voight and Stanton in game one. They could have easily taken him deep, and he got them out. Kim uh, Curl was taking Tim, pitches throughout the whole playoffs, and they found out his mistake in the World Series. Giancarlo Stanton is a guy who has a history of doing things in spots that don't really matter. Any Yankee fan would tell you that, that he, he's, he hits a home run when they're, when they're down by seven or up by seven. So, and, and Luke Voigt was not the, the Luke Voigt of, of 2020 at, at, at that time. You know, he was a good player, a solid player, but it, it would be odd to me that Alex Cora, knowing the fact that he's going to have to flip that uh, lineup card over again, is going to go to Barnes in the sixth you were going to leave your your best reliever for later in the game. And, you know, that's – I mean, look, he used Chris Sale to close out the World Series. I don't think because he thought it would be awesome, but because he thought it would be the best pitcher to get the outs. He didn't trust Craig Kimbrell in that spot in any way, nor did he trust Matt Barnes to do that in any way, shape, or form. He trusts Chris Sale. Well, yeah, Chris Sale's one of the best pitchers <laughs> this decade he's a future hall of famer so that was a no-brainer right but but bringing in a starting pitcher using rick porcello who i don't think has had many relief appearances in his career and bringing in nathan avaldi is not really something ahead or bringing in in later innings uh the yankee lineup is stacked so if you're if you're missing stan then you're facing, you know, some other guys that were having great offensive seasons. So, All right, so while you ladies are over here fucking arguing with each other over what's going on, I was looking up stats on fucking baseball savant. So, okay. and the game that you guys are talking about, which was game two, actually, uh, game that four. part of, with the Yankees, you guys were talking about the Yankees. Yeah, game four, that's... Uh, in, in, in game one and game four. Yeah. Was it game one? Yeah, he he had a bases loaded jam with Voight and Stanton up. All right, so with Stanton up, he threw him. Uh, you have Stanton up. Stanton uh, fastball, fastball, swinging full, uh, foul ball, ninety-seven mile per hour fastball, ninety-seven mile per hour fastball, curveball in the dirt, foul ball, swinging strike. He struck him out with a curveball. That's Stanton, right? Hold on one second. I'm checking here real quick. I just want to make sure because that was when Lance Lynn was pitching for them. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's game three. Huh? Uh, I was at that one. That was good. You, went, so, you, you were at the 16-01 game? Yep. One no, the, this is not game. This isn't that. That's not this. That's not that game. No, game four. I'm looking at it right now. Rick Porcell threw five innings, one earned run. Matt Barnes came in the sixth inning. Ryan Brazier came in the seventh inning. Christopher Sale came the eighth inning, and Craig Krimble came in the ninth inning. Yeah, that's correct. So you went you went to three relief, three different pitchers. After generally speaking, generally speaking, I know in the playoffs that people do weird things and whatnot. Absolutely, but generally speaking, you're going to keep your best relievers to later on. You knew you're going to go to later on. I'm just, I, just it is what it is. I'm not saying the guy is not a talented pitcher. He can be, and the truth is, you know, listening to. Another podcast today. I won't name name names, uh, but a rather famous Red Sox uh, podcast. I'll leave it at that. You know, they broke down uh, Barnes' stat, and you know his his fastball is only slightly down, less than a mile per hour of the average of what it was even a, a month or two ago. So the idea of overused doesn't seem to really fly because it just it's all about location with him. He's not getting guys to really swing and miss. They're killing his fastball. 
And his curveball is non-competitive. People are not swinging at it and missing at his curveball. They're not getting fooled by it. Uh, we we know your disdain for it uh, for Barnes. And I want him to do well. I want him to do well. Yeah. But I, I want the worry about this all day. You you I, want I, you want him to suck. I want I want Heim Bloom <laughs> to get to get a legitimate closer in the, in the Honestly, offseason. I, I, I yeah, that that would be great. Or tr- or trade for a guy who who you know we're not a, not aware of who might be you know possibly available for a trade and let Barnes slide down to the A spot where he can be absolutely dominant and crush it. And that's that's awesome. Let everyone slide down a peg, but Barnes should not be the the ace of your bullpen. Should not be Matt Barnes. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. I agree right. with you on that. All right. I agree so, with you on that. He should not be the ace of your bullpen. I, he's still a very, very good reliever who can be relied. But Agreed. He's like, he, he, like, I think he'd be a much better eighth inning guy than a closer. I agree with you. Daniel Bard was an uber-talented eighth inning setup guy. Horrific in save opportunities prior to now resurrecting his career. Not everyone can go from the eighth to the ninth and, and just do it no problem. And not many people can go from the eighth, the ninth, into a starter. Just ask Daniel Bard. That's that's also true. Hey, great exception of who can go from the eighth to the ninth, no problem. Mariano Rivera was once a setup guy for John Wetland. And he was also Mar- a starter. He was a failed starter, right? Yeah, but, exactly. We were we for, already we already talked about this. Yeah, but m- most setup guys really don't slide into the closer role. And, this and is what happens it, when you sleep. I'm sorry that I was sleepy, Brad. But I but I will say one thing. Can I can I, can I wait? Can I bring up one other thing here? All right, and this is not directed toward. You're Isaac, going to regardless, right? This is not this is not an Isaac anti rant. But I'll say for anyone out there that I have read, and Isaac is part of this group. Uh, I don't understand what I've read a lot on Twitter. People who are love Heimblum, which I would be in the in that group. Big fan. Lo- love what I'm seeing. But it doesn't have to be an. It seems like if I love Heim Bloom, then I got a place to blame on Cora, and I'm really not down with this line of thinking for hold many on. reasons. I know where you're going with this, and I have a fucking rebuttal to it, and it's gonna piss you off. Right, but let me let me let me let me make the point, and then you tell me I'm wrong. All right, Alex Cora. I could just one, easily just fucking put you in timeout. You could, I don't want to be in timeout right now because I'm being good. But Alex Cora has been a ama- you know, he's the championship for 2018. Bloom, as of right now, he hasn't been part of a, even a winning season yet. Okay. I like the, that has nothing Claire, to do. No, 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 no. have anything to do with I, it. No, that no, has no, no, absolutely no. nothing to do with the fact I that think, Cora is I getting, think, 
I his mismanagement Cardinals, of the bullpen as of late is why yes. people are upset Thank with you. that. And, and I if you say, can't see that. No, I agree. But I also would say okay. potentially it's difficult to manage when Darwin's and Hernandez has really had an ineffective season and now hurt. It is. It's difficult to manage when uh, Garrett Richards comes in to be a starting pitcher. He was not a good starting pitcher. So now you have to overuse your bullpen when Martin Perez doesn't give you enough length, when Garrett Richards doesn't give you enough we also length. Talk, when, we also just run, talked about Right, that. but that's not all on Alex Cora. The no, that is, isn't on Alex Cora. So, if, so potentially well, as if a, you – All right, so hold on a second. Are we going to blame the, the other night when Robles had to come in, okay? Are we going to blame Heim Bloom for putting uh, Matt Barnes on there because he wanted to give Matt Barnes the confidence, or are no. we going to put, or are we going to blame Alex Cora because he went to Matt Barnes to try and build his confidence? One thousand percent agree with you on that. On that. On that game, I did not like that call for that game at that time. No way. I, I, I totally agree there, with you. On, there on that there have been other situations, and I, I'm not going to be able to come up with it right now and fucking no, say, oh, it's I know what you're but saying. The other day, Matt Barnes should not have come up. And we can all agree on that? Do we all yes. agree on that? And that's right. I agree. his struggles. Cora has been overusing him for no reason. He did this with Ottavino. And that's he also was doing it with Samamora. I, I, think, I think part of the overuse part, though, and I don't look at it as like a Heim screwed up. Okay, I don't well, look at it as that. Here's, here's another when, question. When you, when, when you have on. Garrett Richards. Right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. I'll give you another example. The very next game. Why are we going to Robles again? Yep. There was no reason to go to Robles. You can tell by his pitch that he gave up five runs in the 10th inning. He gave up five runs. His velocity was down five miles per hour. He was topping out. At 90, 99 miles per hour the night he saved Matt Barnes' ass. I thought right? Richard should have went in. My thoughts exactly. I was pissed off he didn't. And, and then they fucking let him come in tonight when he when they've got a fucking 10-run lead. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, we got Eduardo <laughs> going tomorrow. We're going to need a long reliever. Like, that just made no sense to me. These are, the, these are the questionable things that people are thinking about when it and comes I get to, it. to Alex Cora. That has nothing to do with Heim Bloom. Well, I, no, see, but hold. I think it does because I think it's the Why? two because of them together. I think the problem is we have to look at the season, not just the right now, but all that it took to get here. To win all those games, you had way too many starting pitchers on. going out in the fourth inning. So Adam Adovino looks cooked. He looks okay, cooked. No, I get, I get what you're saying there. But here's the, here's the question, right? We know that Eduardo has averaged probably, what, five innings? I don't think he's gone more than five innings. He's probably gone more than five innings once. Mm -hmm. You have a 12-2 lead tonight. Richards hasn't pitched since Saturday. I understand you want to give him work. Why did you put him in yesterday knowing that you're going to need a long reliever for somebody for – I'm spot on with Brad about this. For Erod. I think you're right on that. The one thing that I'll say – that uh, you know they don't. That, baseball does, that's the baseball, stuff. But here's the problem: baseball doesn't do what football does. They don't tell you a player who's ineligible this week, but they're on the roster. So I'm going to go ahead and go like this: If Garrett Richards didn't pitch in as long as he did, he may have been fighting through a little nagging something that we don't even know about. And maybe tonight we should see: Is he effective? Can he go? Can he throw? I don't really know, but I know what I, I know that I don't know all the stuff 
So therefore, if I'm looking at it just objectively, it doesn't make sense. So therefore, it, I have to assume doesn't. there's something that might exist that we're just not privy to. Because it you doesn't gotta, make sense if Alex Ford goes before you, the you've game. You've got to look at it. You've got to look at it go. in the long long run, dude. So, like, we've you know automatically that you're going to need somebody to go two, three innings tomorrow. Yep. Automatically, all right? You had Whitlock go today. You had Richards go today. Those are both your long relievers. Who are you going to have go tomorrow? You're going to put fucking Perez in? No. Or are you going to put Fudge in? I would I put think, Fudge in. But I, would I think put, the problem, I would put big Fudge, yeah. I think we've reached a point now where we, we have to not take wins for granted. I think we're at that point now. And tonight, Chris Sale I, looked great. And when Garrett Whitlock came in, he came in a spot that was needed tonight. I disagreed with him starting the inning. We were up ten to two. I think he should have been out after that one out after that one plate appearance. Well, I don't think he's going to that extra inning, to be honest. Oh, Whitlock. Yeah, I, 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 he I could think, have been used tomorrow. I don't. I didn't agree with that. I, I think the Red Sox have been really hesitant to use him in back to back days, and I think that's one of those. If we if we get another inning, we keep a guy for tomorrow because they really haven't used him in back to back games very often at all. I don't think really – I mean, maybe once this year, but he really hasn't thrown back-to-back days at all, which but is tomorrow, the biggest – Let's say we have a small lead in the seventh or eighth inning. You use Whitlock for an inning. He could have been used there. He could. I think he's available tomorrow maybe. I know Corey mentioned he wanted to start using Whitlock in back-to-back games more. No, he, did, he does. skyrocketed and when we were up 10-2, which I disagree on that. His arm is going to be more fatigued tomorrow. I don't think you know. I, I'd like to look back at the game logs for for Whitlock and see really how many times this year did he actually think back to back games. They may say it, but until they're actually doing it, then if it says if I'm gonna use Whitlock for an inning and two thirds today, that might mean that Salamore is available for tomorrow. I uh, I'd still rather. Uh, I need. I think they're gonna. They're, here's I, the problem. Ooh, ooh, it, here's my question for you. Because we we can all sit here, we can agree that Erod is going to pitch at most probably five innings tomorrow. I, I guess right? the Indians. I, I I say six. You can get six. I'll go five and a third. I That's agree. most. I'll ha- I'll I can see him pitching into the sixth. He ain't finishing the sixth. So even even if he does get into the sixth, we still need a long reliever. We need. An inning and two thirds, right? It's not really a long reliever role, but are we going to put uh, Big Fudge in there? I think Is Josh that the Taylor's, person? Josh Taylor's fresh. I think they want to save Taylor for the eighth or ninth inning. Let me well, see. At, at this point, I, I think the problem is you got so many guys not going well at the same time that it's really yeah. hard. Like Ottavino, do you really trust him right now? I don't. Against righties, I mean, yes. Against lefties, no. I know, but the problem is we can't control. What, you yeah, know, you can't what, control who, who you're facing. So, right. the person who's had – well, Whitlock hasn't been used since Monday. So, he's available. Wait, did he pitch tonight? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, okay. he pitched one and a third or one and two thirds. Okay, okay. So, Barnes pitched tonight. Taylor – Taylor pitched Wednesday. He only threw nine pitches. Yeah, one out. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that was on Tuesday. Yeah, he, he got one out and he got the win. <laughs> yeah, that was Tuesday. Wednesday, he threw nine pitches. So he'll be available tomorrow. So Amara, uh, so Amara pitched on um, Wednesday. 
Jesus Christ, the that one more has been irritating me. I understand it's his first year in J- from Japan, but he's just been brutal lately. And then Perez has pitched; on, he's only thrown nine pitches. Here, I can only go back real quick to uh, on Whitlock since July twenty first. He has not thrown back to back days since July twenty first. Hasn't happened from that point forward. So, therefore, I'm going to go ahead and, and assume that my manager said that we can say what we want publicly but we're not ready to go there probably for medical staff, protect his elbow, make sure that he's good for next year and the year after and the year after that he's not ready to go. So if you're going to get him up, let him pitch more than one inning and save a guy fresh for tomorrow. I think tomorrow is a great, it's a great time for Austin Davis, AKA big fudge to prove, prove, prove Cora that he can handle high leverage innings. And here's the scary part though. If he, if he can't, we can't afford any more losses. Right, they need to get on, uh, on. They need to start taking seven of nine. You know, t- ten of fourteen. Right. You know, they really need to. You don't have to sweep every series, but you got to win every series now coming up, and maybe sweep one when you can. It's scary because if you it, you don't know, can Davis really do it when it's a three-two game? Our know. biggest our biggest uh, competition is going to be uh, the next series. I mean, we got Cleveland next, but after that, we got Tampa. Yep. Is that for seven? That's gonna be brutal. If we split that, that'd be good. That's now, four. four, but then I think there's a series in between, and then another one with Tampa. Yeah, yep. there, there, there's it's it's uh, Cleveland, Tampa. I don't know who's Cleveland. after that. Cleveland again. It's Cleveland and Tampa. Cleveland, Tampa. That's stupid, but uh, but it's Cleveland and Cleveland. It's is it Tampa and Tampa? What do you is, mean? Is it? Are we playing Tampa in Tampa? I'll, or are we I'll playing we're at Cleveland and at Tampa? So our seven game road uh, road stretch, and then we're back to Fenway for three games against Cleveland, and I think we're playing three games at Fenway against Tampa, and then we're off to Chicago or Seattle. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big Chicago. fan of the Seattle. That, that's that's a very tough. That's very tough. I mean, you got you got four in Tampa. That is three, tough. Three at home versus the Indians, then you got four, uh, three at home versus the Rays, and then you go on the road to the White Sox for three, and then you go to Seattle for three. Sorry, and after that, tough. the schedule gets a lot easier. <laughs> yep, yep. If the Red Sox are standing after that, and they're basically even where they are right now, which let's say two games behind the Yankees for the first wild card. Oh fuck! And- Did you guys see next year's schedule? I, I was trying to pull up 2021 schedule, but I, I pulled up the 2022 schedule. In June, we are playing Oakland. These are all road trips. Oakland, Angels, Seattle. Oakland for three, Angels for four, Seattle for three. At least we get the worst team for four games. <laughs> and you know they're not going to sign any pitching in the offseason. And then – <laughs> Uh, they fucking they they drafted all pitchers, so it doesn't matter. So we're playing we're playing Oakland for three, Angels for four, Seattle for three. Then we come home, uh, we have an off day. Then we have three against Oakland, and then uh, three against Seattle or not Seattle, St. Louis. Guess who just tied it? Really, dude? Are Josh you shaking? Run six six. Holy fuck, dude! I need yeah, to watch this game. <laughs> I. I I watch it, but the only way I can is if I put my VPN on, and uh, it makes this thing go fucking bonkers. Uh, the Mariners are winning too. Whatever. 
Hey, listen, you're worried about next year, Brad. Honestly, I wasn't worried about next year. I was pulling, I was trying to pull up the 2021 schedule, and listen, I looked at it. I was like, "This doesn't look I right." I promised it was 2022. Right around the new year, I'm gonna bitch about that trip, and then some with you. Like, I'll be like, "This is bullshit." You know, like I'm gonna be like that. But right now, I got to get through the the Tampa, Cleveland, yeah. Tampa, Cleveland, Chicago, Seattle. That's kind of a lot, and not for nothing. Cleveland still has some guys that can hit. I'm sorry. Jose Ramirez still scares me. Fram, Fram Nel Reyes can really he, – he can swing. Yeah. Right. I mean, they can definitely win a baseball. They're not like – they're not the Baltimore Orioles by any – They're not horrible. Okay, they're so, yeah, great. we're playing right. – uh, we've got uh, Cleveland, Tampa, Cleveland, Tampa, day off, uh, Southside, Seattle, day off, Baltimore. You and I are going to a Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. Um Day off, Mets. Day off, Yankees. Day off, Baltimore, Washington. That's nice. I like that. But see, the I problem f- is we got to be a we got to be floating at that point. You know what I mean? I think if we could stay around five hundred or a game or two above five hundred in these next fourteen, fifteen games, we'll be in a great position because we should easily take care of Baltimore or Washington. I agree with that. There's Even no the there's Mets, zero. The aren't good. There's well, zero got- incentive. Zero got, for for these teams to be good now. I mean, Baltimore just fucking destroyed the Angels today. It was like well, to one or but something. The Angels and suck. But well, I mean, the Orioles fucking suck even worse. So I mean, like, is it really the battle of the suckies? It, I like Cedric Mullins a lot, though. So I like Cedric Mullins. I also like Trey Tur- uh, that Turner, but Trey Mancini. I did too. See, all of a sudden, I'm like, "Ooh, Baltimore's a little sneaky." <laughs> yeah, he's he's he breaks that Fenway. Oh, he does. I, he absolutely does. See, this is. I don't know why, but I'm so optimistic that Ryan Brazier is going to come in and like settle everything the fuck down. And I shouldn't, right? I shouldn't. But I, I but feel I like once we get we get a royal plan on a daily basis, once we get Brazier up. And I feel like the minute they DFA Danny Santana, my entire Perez. life's going to be a lot better. <laughs> I, I would, I'm okay. I would rather keep Perez over fucking Santana because I absolutely fucking hate Santana. <laughs> so your gas mileage, your gas mileage is going to go up. All, Danny Santana's all, all of a sudden you're like, shit, my car has got an extra two miles a gallon. Like everything just works a little better. Your need. I will go better. pick his ass up and drive him home if that's what they need. I'm like, sorry, Danny. I really don't like you, but I need to give you this ride. Now, I need to. I do need to understand this. What is everyone like? Obviously, Bobby Dahlbach had he had a game, right? He, he had Fucking a, seven ribbies, right. dude. So what's what's the realistic lineup? If Bobby's gonna swing, get a hot bat going, right? What's the real realistic? It's not lineup? his bat right now. It's his defense. I mean, his bat sucks. That's a, it's his defense that's the issue. But, yeah, but, gonna, he's but been I'm saying decent this this month. Like, if you want to start him and then you want to yank him in the seventh and put in Shaw at first base, everybody's going to be cool with that, right? I so have both. a suggestion. Suggestion: If Renfro is back, I'd honestly give JD a, a two two days or the whole series off because he is completely lost, and you can slot in Dalbeck at DH. Well, that's 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 a that's a fan's perspective now. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, James. Oh my fucking god, I can't stand that dude's takes. So so wait, is, is it how how 
how is it that somebody could sit here and say that um, having him sit out would not be good? You let him sit there and figure it out when he's gone over twenty. You don't let a guy <laughs> against that's the Cleveland Rangers. Yeah, you don't let a guy go over twenty and then say, "Oh, he can figure it out." Like, yeah, he'll figure it out while his ass is riding the fucking pine. Like, fuck off, dude. There's my fan perspective. <laughs> but if if JD is hitting a little bit, right? Let's go. No, but he's not. But no, if he does, no, no, I'm saying if he does and Dahlbach is hitting. Are you saying, wait, what where does, where, so if, if, he, if, Bob, if Bobby keeps hit, you know, playing well, JD starts getting, gets out of it, who plays where, right? Because the problem, I think you got an I don't want JD punch. anywhere in the fucking field. Right, no, no, so you got JD at DH, Schwarber in left field, who's center, who's right, who's second? Do you want my full lineup? Yeah. Okay, leadoff, Kike, center field. Second, Schwarber or Devers, but Schwarber would be at first base. Bogart shortstop, Devers third base, JD DH, Verdugo left field, Renfro right field, Arroyo second base, and Vasquez catcher. But I do think you could slot in Dalbeck three, four times a week. His the right, way he's so, hitting, he deserves it. But I wanted you see you missed the exercise. I wanted to know if Dalbeck is in the lineup what the lineup is if Dahlbeck and JD are both in the lineup. Um, okay. So, obviously, Kike's leadoff. Mm-hmm. Center. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. You said lineup now. We're not talking about. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to know. No, I want to know. I want to know how do you field your team. You have to have JD and Bobby in the in the lineup together. Yeah. Yep. Okay. KK would be second base. Schwarber, left. Left field, Bogart shortstop, Devers third base, Martinez DH. Um, Verdugo center field, Renfro right field, Dahlbeck first base, and whoever's catcher. So that leave out a Royal, but his defense makes the whole team's defense better because you slot in Kike at center field, where he's much better defensively there than he is at second base, mm-hmm. and that allows Dahlbeck to not be at first base where you have Schwerber. So that's going to be interesting. Well, you you know what I mean? Are we talking every day? Uh, every day, or just like all line up for like one game. I'm I'm talking about if, if Dahlbach theoretically 
gets like beyond red hot. Just keeps this up. He gets on on a massive. I'm sorry. Pass. Then he has to he has to play. He right. He's got to play at first base. And then, Schwarber's and, not a first baseman. He's probably an outfielder, right? A left right. fielder, which now makes and I let's just you know if JD's in the lineup, then it's basically going to make Arroyo have to sit, which sucks. JD has to say DH because his stats compared to DH and like left field or right field is a huge difference. Like, yeah, who posted that the other day? Was that stats? Um, I, was, I don't know where was, I found it. I think it was Ian Brown. I think I saw that. You know, he was like a you know hitting almost three hundred when when he's not playing. Uh, when he's DH and he's hit like below two forty uh, with no pop when he's playing the field. And by the way, he sucks defensively. Just uh, out of he, he's horrible defensively. <laughs> we all know we that. Can, we can fucking agree on that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yo, know, it, it, for me, it's pretty easy. If Bobby's if Bobby's swinging. I got to start the game with him because if he fucks a play here and there, his bat. If it's going to be lethal, I'll bring in Shaw later on. You know, seventh inning on, I'll bring in Shaw. That's cool. But if you're going to run into the, a two run shot, and, and you're in a hot, we need that two run shot because if that yeah, bottom order. Yeah. Okay. JD Martinez as a DH, 297 batting average, 366 on base percentage, 562 slugging percentage in 92 games. That's what that's what a DH should do. Like that's fine. 26 games while playing left or right field, 240 batting average, 289 on base percentage, (laughs) that's 380 slugging, which is that's not what a DH does. So you need to keep him at DH. Unless you're Unless we're playing at an NL stadium, which the only reason for that would be no World Series, you still play JD. His bat could be hot. You have to play him. But that would be interesting because who would you bench between Verdugo and Renfro? I don't think you could bench Schwarber. His bat is way you too hot. You can't hard. bench Renfro. I mean, who has the better defense? Oh, wait, Schwarber would be first base. That's theoretically, though, right? I mean, like, the guy's got to play an inning. <laughs> you know, like... He played an inning. He played uh, an inning tonight. I, I think I was, he'll be fine because he's still a catcher. And usually some some catchers can transition to first base fine. It's not like a middle infielder. Yeah, but didn't and, he have a... Ha- was it the hamstring injury that he was out No, for, that's when right? he ran to first base. Like, but, he was, but, like, running after he hit a ball. That's when he... Got but it. you're not you're not afraid a little bit of you know the stretch kind of like Christian Arroyo like he makes that big stress at, at first base being a first baseman and then oops. Um, so guys, me. I got something I want you to watch. We we cannot lose Schwarber. I mean, his bat right now is just way too ridiculous. Agreed. We do, we don't even need his bat. He just walks fucking every goddamn time. He didn't get out today. No, he, he walked four. Walk, he had single he fucking walked four times. Right, he's, guys, like the, he's like hey, the left-handed hey, Kevin Euclid. Hey, so the Greek god of walks. Um, here, hold on one second. I get, I want I want you guys to see something here. Uh, I just found this. You guys see this? All right, good. So I'm going to share this. This is Chris Sale. Uh, he's talking about uh, giving up that home run. Um. That's probably the most pissed I've been on a baseball field in, in a while. Um, you know, that that's just coming out of anger and frustration. Um, I like to call those F.U. fastballs. I can't really say the word, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I got pissed and I got, I got going. I You know, I, 
tonight today was probably the best my mechanics have been uh start to finish you know I, I really felt like I was on staying on top of the baseball I was I was I really kind of found it you know out in the bullpen uh before the game and uh you know that mixed with a little bit of hate honestly um <laughs> really kind of just got extended and, and let it eat what a fucking legend, bro! I love him so much. He's the goat. He's literally, I like, I I love Pedro Martinez, and he he had that he had that tenacity where it's like, yo, fuck you, I'm gonna throw in at you if I hit you, fuck it, I don't care. But like, we haven't, we have not seen a pitcher with that with those types of balls, like seriously. And my favorite thing about Chris Hill is like, yo, I suck tonight. Like I only struck out twelve people. I sucked, <laughs> you know. Like I, I, I walked. I struck out twelve people. But you know why I sucked? I gave up a fucking two run homer. I gave up fucking. I, I, I walked two. That's why I sucked. I was he pissed off. Two you know? hits. Two hits. I, I'm just saying. Like this know, is the reason great. why I no. like it. Because that's what you want from your fucking leader. You want your leader saying. It's not good enough, right? I'm not resting on the fucking laurels. We all know that he looked good, right? That like well, he it's fantastic. It looks Dude, it's so went, encouraging to say like I think he, went, he he's healthy. You he know, threw, he threw a 96 mile per hour fastball. I forgot who it was. Who it was to? Uh, I think it was to no. He threw a 96 mile per hour fastball and then dropped it to 80 on a slider. <laughs> oh, like, a sword. He has a sword. Yeah, he dropped that down to. He dropped it. He, he dropped it 16 miles per hour on his slider so that he could fucking strike out Sanat. That's just fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, like, in the, and he's just kind of getting back in the swing of it. Like, for him right now, it's, like, still this early. This is April. April. Yeah, yeah exactly. His next start is against Tampa. That's his first real test. 100%. I like 100%. that. 100%. Was a great like this is a great step forward. He was way better in this game than he was the previous two. And, uh, you know, I kind of think too. That's the other thing is I, I do like them not. I I don't want to see Sale you know pushing it. There's no, no way. I don't either. You know, listen. If so you, you guys if, are okay with him only throwing like seventy to eighty pitches? I, he needs to build up. His velocity is not one hundred percent there, but when he's mad, he can reach it. We know that he's he's more worried about his command. And today his command was sharp as it can be. So what we're talking about when he's mad and he's throwing the fuck you pitches, the fuck you fastballs. Or I'm sorry. You know his velocity is there, but he's still yeah. building up command. And then his velocity will trend. I, I think, Brad, we're, we're really in a weird year because the reality is it, ain't, it never was about this year, right? Right You're now, right. Chris Sale, it's all about next year. If Chris Sale's real Chris Sale next year, the AL East has got a real fucking problem because he's the best pitcher available on the AL East. There's no, there's not. I'm sorry, he's better than Garrett Cole. Right? I, I agree with you. He is better than Garrett Cole. Without right. the substances, I think he's better. Yep. And Garrett Cole's a very good pitcher, but Chris Sale's better, right? He just, he's better. And if the Red Sox have a, a full, healthy, ready to go Chris Sale, we haven't seen that in a long time. And take the training wheels off. So if that means the Red Sox don't make the playoffs, that will suck. But you know what? It's not about this year. It never was. I think I think if if we do go and get the wild card and we have to face the Yankees in a one game wild card game, I think the Yankees are fucked because by that time, Purcell would have had his arm built up. His he would have had that uh, a few games under his belt, and he would be at April May 
right around May, June, I would say. But but remember, Brad, in 2019, when Chris Sale was not healthy, he had like a 10-year against the Yankees. So, you know, their fans are going to brag about that <laughs> when he was throwing yeah. 90 fucking miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the, the difference there is that he he was fucking worn out. Yeah, and this, he's literally, he's starting his season. This is his third game. He's pitched 10, uh, 15, 15 and a third innings so far. Yeah, I, I listen. I think yeah. Obviously, by the time October rolls around, he he would be you know in like June, like like mid season, almost kind of form or late May. And if you're in the playoff games, they're not letting him throw 124 pitches. Fuck no. But they're going to let him finish out an inning, right? You know, they're not really going to be crazy obsessed with a pitch count because at that point he's going to be okay. You know what I mean? But you got to get there, but you got to still kind of think about next year. I kind of think Garrett Whitlock's the same thing. We all can agree Garrett Whitlock is a fine and a half, right? You can't let this guy get hurt for this season. It can't happen. You you can't fuck up tomorrow because today is not really – we're not not there. We're not better than, than the Astros. We're not better than the White Sox. You could get hot and beat them, but we're not a better baseball team. That, they're in their championship window right now. Yeah, the Astros. The Astros yeah. are, are a solid baseball team. Matt Chapman's uh, just got just got a hit. It's yeah, uh, the I'm bottom of the. the okay, you're watching it, so back. okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were agreeing with my. Listen, we're not we're not the best team uh, anyway. So I we agree. I, I've told you that. From I know. I just I felt good. You know, there's no fuck you, Brady. It was just it was you know it was nice. Yeah, eat put, shit, Brady. Put me in timeout. Yeah, just I'm really so, like intrigued for this offseason because we'll actually have money to spend. Honestly, we'll be under man, the CBT. I have a lot of ideas that I, I'm trying to throw at you guys about what we're gonna do for the offseason to keep the show going. I mean, granted, we're only in August. We're we're at the end of August. We've still there's a possibility of us playing into October. Um and I have some ideas that I threw at you guys, um, and I'm excited, you know, for the off season. Uh, regardless, you know, uh, I do agree with the fact that we, you know, if we don't make the postseason, I'm not going to be super pissed. Um, sure. You know, they they weren't. I'm not going to be one of those people. You know, Isaac, you 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 had a rant uh, a week or so ago about how like. Oh, you're all like we weren't supposed to be good. Like I'm not. I'm not going to say it like that. I definitely want this team to make it to the postseason. If we make it to the wild card game and say we beat the Yankees, oh I'm happy. Gosh. I'm happy with the season. Yeah, I'm happy. Everybody I'll be, is. They can. They can lose I don't in the ALDS. We lose three zero to the Astros. We t- we took care of the preseason AL favorites. <laughs> but that's but that's my biggest. That's my biggest thing is the fact that the Red Sox were were looked at as a cellar dweller. We were looked at as like, we were supposed to have a record similar or a little bit better than what the Orioles were. So like, when you tell me that we're going to be at the bottom of the cellar, we're going to be fourth, fifth place. I disagree with that. I thought I, I could see people thinking we were like a 70, 75 win team. I don't think Orioles bad. I mean, we got guys healthy like our pitching staff last year consisted of a bunch of bums. <laughs> Godly, kick them, fuck them. We are not competitive. Fangrass no. did have us at 85 and 77, which I agreed. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. But yeah, most most people had us around seventy five, eighty wins. You, you know, I, I think you know, the reality is, Whoa. I think for most for most Red Sox fans, as long as if you told me the Red Sox didn't make it, but the Yankees got knocked out in the wild card game, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, like even if, even if you told me the A's knocked him out and they like Garrett Cole got his ass lit up. And it was like, cool, you played one more extra game than we did, and you were expected to win the World Series, and your season's over. But you played 163 instead of 162. <laughs> Fucking awesome. That's I could live with that, too, because reality is it's been a great season up until whatever was you – know, It's fucking it, – it's it's – it's still can I be a great the, season. Sure. I love the hypocrisy when it comes to like, oh, we made it to the wild card and you didn't. And then like if we made it to the wild card and we lost and they weren't there, they'd be like, oh, you only made it to the wild card. And it's such fucking hip- – it's, it's, Shut the fuck up. You were supposed to make the World Series. Like we're, we're on a rebuild here. I'm honestly – this is what I'm actually hoping for. And, and like anybody who disagrees with me, you can disagree with me. I don't care. I honestly think the Giants are going to win the uh, NL. Uh, I, I think the Dodgers. I, I don't think they're going to do it, man. They're too Even stacked. With, they have such. A, they are too stacked. Stacked team. But I think that's what's going to end up hurting them. Wow, so, I'll take money on that one. The Giants. Wow. They make no sense. Like Darren Ruff is hitting cleanup for them, and they're the best team in baseball. Like what? <laughs> No one's giving Gabe Kapler credit, but not for nothing. Oh, Kapler's a great manager. The Phillies should have never fired him. Yeah, they fired him for Girardi. Yeah, Girardi's like the worst in baseball. It's true. It's, it's a really bad trade-off. That's oh, wait, really hold on. Trade-off. Girardi's the worst in baseball? I'm pretty sure there's people out there that wanted Girardi in Boston. Ooh, that's bad. That I is bad. He, he's a nice guy. I'm sure he is. I umpired, I umpired his uh, his son's uh, travel game one time. His kid was the worst player on the team. I, I was. Uh, he played. He was shortstop. He was number two. And of course, like, I got to ring him up behind the plate. You know, his son. It was great. And then strike out. I want to see your fucking punch out. You want? It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I punched him out. So I then swear it was, to God. If I if I did if I was a fucking umpire, Isaac, what would your call be? Your strikeout, what would it be? Like probably something like just normal. Oh wow, mine yeah, would be like fucking Liam Neeson, uh, Liam Neeson from fucking uh, what was it? Uh, I forgot what fucking movie it was. But fucking oh, that's like Naked Gun. Yeah, Naked Gun. He fucking spins around and kicks and punches and shit. I would do something stupid like that. I'd be like, well, you know, it was great though. The next inning after after I rung up his son, now coming out though, the catcher was uh, in the he was like on second. So to warm up the pitcher, the catcher couldn't do it. So who comes out to warm up? Joe Girardi. So I'm standing right there, and and I'm like, I I said to him, I was like, 
surprised you still remember how to do that. You know, because he was a catcher, right? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, oh, you know, you're funny. And I said, no, nah, I figured your knees. And he's like, no, nah, it wasn't my knees, it was my back. And I was like, look, I got to tell you, you better ease up on the, on the socks. He's like, you're a Red Sox fan? I said, hell yeah. And he goes, oh, man, uh, you, guys are, you guys are freaking everywhere. <laughs> but he was a super nice guy. got to have a little inter- interaction with him, you know. Um, but uh, I'm glad he's not on the Red Sox. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, there's some, some, like, Yankees that I absolutely fucking hate. And mm-hmm. then there's, like, Yankees, like, you know, I, I respect. I respect them. Who do you but, hate the most on the Yankees right now? It's a fun game, Isaac. I want you to play along too. Like who? Who just? Brett Gardner. Really... You want to go first? Brett Gardner. Like, Isaac. My most hated. Like what brings you the most joy when this player fucks up? Oh, oh, that's that. Um, Aaron Judge. Probably Gary Sanchez. He God. just fucks up way too often, so I mean. The players <sighs> I don't mind are Luke Voigt and Aaron Judge. That's about it. I, 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 I don't like Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge with the boom box, walking through, not had enough. Yeah, That's that – before <laughs> that, before that, I right. could have said, you know, okay, I, I don't mind you. But Vo- because Vo- Vo- of that, probably my favorite Yankee. Luke Voigt is a, is a, I he's like a good player. He's a I would not, dude. I would not mind having Voigt on the Red Sox, honestly. Oh, Can I give you a bull? Yankees want to bench him. I'm like, he's literally one of your best hitters. What are you doing? Because they got Rizzo. That's why. My bullshit yeah, the answer, one who's hitting bad. They got him. <laughs> my bullshit answer is Brian Cashman because I love to see when he does bad. I would take Voigt on the Red Sox any day. He rakes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he also benches fucking 365. He's a beast. Yeah, imagine having him in Renfro. That'd be fucking sick. I I was – so when I went to the Yankees-Red Sox game uh, at Yankee Stadium, uh, on the board they were like, oh, uh, how much can you bench? He's like, 365. I was like, 365? You just said it like it was nothing? There's videos of him doing it. I think uh, Carabas and him were close in the offseason. Oh. That's a that that boy can rake. There there's no fucking question about that. But uh, yeah, it, it is it is fun. I, I used to love to see Andy Pettit get rocked. That was a I last, my favorite. I love watching play. Garrett Cole get rocked. <laughs> I, like, I like watching right. Cole get rocked too. For Pete's sake. Oh, oh. His voice is just so funny. For like, just you're such an amazing pitcher, and you have a voice like that. I'm like, what the hell. <laughs> And just he was cries. I'm like, come on, dude. He sounds like a vice principal from like a shitty elementary school. Yeah, you would know, wouldn't you? (laughs) Nothing would be better than beating him in the wild card game. Oh, that would be fucking great! Like he really laid on the the way our offense is and our approach. It's meant for pitchers like Cole. They he pounds the strike zone, and we're always so aggressive. But Isaac, I got one little point about that. What's more satisfying, for real, for real? Lighting up Garrett Cole, where it's like it's over by like the third inning, or walk off on a roll to Chapman. Chapman, because he's done it every single year. For me, it's just the winning game at the end of the game as yeah. opposed to yeah. You know, but do we? If, I don't think we're. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think there's going to be a walk off for us this year if we get to the wild card. I think if we're going to the wild card, we're going to face the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. And I'm not a big fan of that. 
I saw I, I, I saw you do the reflex thing, so I'm behind here. The Royals are winning. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm wasn't looking at that. I was thinking we were talking about the Yankees game. So was I. Yeah, I was hoping that's what you were fucking talking about. And it wasn't. So now I'm actually kind of disappointed. You so, disappointed me. So wait, wait. You you've here's the only thing about the assumption that the Sox, what are they, two, two, right now, currently two games behind the, the Yankees. I think they're two and a half right now. But Because the Sox won right now, so technically, because the Yankee game's not over, they're two games as we, as we it's speak. It's two and a half. But they picked up a half game tonight, because they just won. Yep, that would be, that would be two and a half. They yeah, lost they were, last night. We need the Mariners to lose, too. All right, <laughs> but here's my point. We know the Yankees win 11 in a row. Eventually, every team has to cool off. Like, that's for sure, right? You're going to, you're going to cool off. So, I the Sox haven't, and the Sox haven't gotten hot for a while. So, I mean, you know, it's not like some insurmountable lead. So, I mean, I can't sit here and say that there's no there's no chance that, that we can't catch the Yanks. Uh, I'm not it, saying there's no chance that we can catch the Yanks. I just don't think that with the way that we've been playing, I don't think that we're going to beat, uh, beat the Yanks. Like, I think they're going to have that, like, at least one game or a half game ahead of us. The only thing I'll say that this we season, also do face them three more times. This season's been so weird, though. Remember, like Tampa started out super hot, and then they couldn't win a game. They lost like seventeen of almost when 20 Tyler Glasnow went down. Yeah. yeah. So like, and, and and now they they forgot how to lose baseball games. So like, well, the Yankees really forgot how to lose baseball games. And my biggest, and I've actually asked this, and this is a legitimate and serious question here, and it's not meant to be an asshole question. When do we think that the Yankees are going to get COVID again? When we play them in that family. <laughs> I love you. There's no way, even though you're, I believe you're being sincere. There's no way you can ask that question and not sound like an asshole. Like, no, I know, dude, I went to fucking Yankee stadium. They got a big sign that says Delta over there. And I took a picture and I sent it to the group chat. And I was like, no wonder why they keep getting COVID. I, they're de- no, they're definitely going to get, they're definitely gonna get. I one mean, more who, who was it? Torres. Torres got it like three times already. He's good at it. That's like that's the best thing he's done this season. I'm I'm not knocking. I don't want to fucking sit here and like be like, oh, COVID this, COVID that. But it's like they they literally have been the Marlins, the 2020 Marlins in 2021. <sighs> like seriously, you Face really let like your dog bark that like that at fucking midnight, dude. Wait, I'm up here. How am I supposed to control what the dog? You shut your fucking dog up. <laughs> Boy, you are not a dog person. You're a cat person. I bro. love dogs. I just like cats more. That's You're a cat so... person? I am a cat person. It really and how many cats do you have? Zero. I'm not that allowed explains... But that... I'm not allowed to have cats. Why? My girlfriend's cat. The fucking apartment complex that I live yeah. at. How the hell are they gonna know if you have a cat? When it jumps to the fucking window, you dickbag? Dude, your blinds are so fucking white. No one's ever going to be able to look in and see shit. It's a cat. Fuck off. It's a cat. I can't can't have cats. I'm not allowed to have pets. I'm only allowed to have, like, fish in this fucking place. Isaac, how how many cats? I fucking hate this. Um, I don't have any, but my girlfriend has a cat, and, like, I just love love playing with her. They're they're just so unique. You like playing with a pussy? Shut up. I knew. Dude. You're, I just like, like making them purr. It's, it's just, I like it. <laughs> All right. 
Hold up. Come if on, Dan. A... You're, 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 you've got to intentionally be doing this. <laughs> All right. That has to be the video montage part with the rock music in the background. That's got to be it. That's it. That's the one. Isaac just likes to make him purr. That's cute. What? We're gonna fucking we're gonna do the montage with fucking talking about cats? No, it's, no, absolutely that, not. That shows what kind of person you are, Brad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Isaac doesn't want to hear hear people fucking talking him talking about cats as the fucking <laughs> montage. Hey guys, here's the section. Here's the fucking section of the fucking podcast that we're gonna put out for you to see, uh, like a total of ten seconds of. The ASPCA will send. Isaac, like a little care package, be like, you, sir, good guy. All right. Let's. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. We got people watching us now. Cool. Um, let's start talking about the goddamn series because we're already at 12 o'clock and uh, we're an hour and 15 minutes into the fucking, <laughs> fucking podcast. And yeah. Brian decided that he was going to over, he was going to fucking sleep. Who's Sorry. Anonymous Ferret? Is that, are you in here? No, Isaac, are you in here? Yeah, I'm in here. And the notes? You're in the notes right now? Oh, uh, yeah. Why? I was just asking. I just wanted, I just wanted yeah, to know. If, yeah, yeah, all right. So game one, Matt Barnes, uh, since signing his extension, has not produced. Um, we already talked about this. Uh, we already talked about his August numbers. Hunter Renfro, uh, he had two massive bombs. Kike's defense has been impeccable, and he had a bomb. Uh, Travis Shaw, he went yard and back-to-back at bats. He hit the walk-off grand slam against the Rangers in his next at-bat. He hit another homer, had that error at first where he took his eye off the ball. That didn't help with that game. Uh, Martin Perez, my enter- – dude, I was so fucking pissed off about this. My internet actually, like – I don't even think it was my internet. I think it was my computer – uh, I just got a third screen for my computer, and I, I don't know if my computer can fucking handle it. So Martin Perez was up, and he was pitching, and then uh, all of a sudden, I disconnect everything. I restart everything. I come back minutes <laughs> later, and it was nine three when my fucking computer like had its problem. And then all of a sudden, I come back. It's fucking nine six. I'm like, oh my fucking god, just. Fucking get rid of this clown. The Martin Press special. Yeah, that's really what it was. Um, who was it? Uh, Adam Adovino, he gets the batter out in the eighth. Uh, he strikes him out. And you could clearly read his lips. I don't know if you saw this. He said, sit the fuck down. Yeah, I did. He's been fucking pretty vocal since he's joined the Red Sox. He, he wasn't like that. I love that. <laughs> he he wasn't like that with his the uh, with the Yankees. He wasn't like that with the uh, with the Rockies. You sure? I, I don't I don't remember him like that with the Rockies. He could have could have been, but I know I he wasn't really like that with the Yankees. To be honest. <laughs> I know he wasn't like that with the Yankees. The Yankees went to uh, uh, taking that. God, I fuck. God, I fucking hate Andrew Velasquez. His, yeah. People make his story like he he's some homeless kid. He went to a like a thirty thousand dollars school. Like, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Like shut up! <laughs> yeah, he he just uh, he grounded out, and I saw his name. And I was just like, "Fuck, I hate him." I think Grant really said something like, and he went to like a private high school that it's like thirty thousand dollars for tuition, and like people like Yankees fans act like he came out of like fucking dump. <laughs> right. Exactly. I I do have to say I I am enjoying watching Rizzo strike out. Same. That's been fun. Yep. That has been fun. I am watching him taking at bats away from Voight. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. I, I mean, like, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, Ooh. I'm fine with that. Cool. I want Luke Voigt to demand a trade. I want that in the worst fucking way. I think that's going to end up happening. It'd be stupid as fuck because isn't he still Arbor, uh, uh, eligible? Oh, yeah. I'll get his contract. I think his contract's like he's got like one or two more years left. But Yankee, Yankee fans want Rizzo in the worst way. Signed to like a seven years of arbitration. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about how fucking stupid Dave O'Brien is? He's I'm tired of him. I want a new commentator. <laughs> he really sucks. He's really bad. That's I literally. This year. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that, <laughs> I, I don't know a lot of this stuff, but I did know that Renfro was not a free agent because I looked up his contract at the beginning of the year because he was what three $3 million contract because he was supposed to be a, a, a platoon player and we fucking stole stole him yep I fuck OB dude well like, Tampa, honestly, Bay, Tampa Bay released him because uh, they, they didn't you know they didn't want to pay uh, what was going to be you know his number they was getting arbitration so they didn't want to pay. They didn't think it was worth it. And the Sox ate it. So now they actually get him for on the cheap. Now they own that contract uh, until he's, you know, free until free agency, if they so choose. But fucking O'Brien is just, he's just, he's just bad. I tell you exactly what I do. And I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but I actually mute the TV and I listen to the radio. WEI is like really good. <laughs> I I personally like listening to Joe Castiglione. God, I love him. I don't mind Will Fleming and Sean McDonough's not horrible. I like when Lou makes an appearance. I do like Lou as a commentator. Um, he brings in some uh, insight and whatnot as a player. Um. I don't know. He's been on a fucking roll lately with his live videos. I love his videos. Walking his dogs. <laughs> he's just calling out the players. Oh, dude, he's fucking sh- run. <laughs> he fucking he was fucking like 
he swears, which is fucking fantastic. I love mm-hmm. it. Like you don't hear that on the radio. So like mm-hmm. when he's like, you can't fucking do this, you piece of shit. You're not fucking doing that. You look like shit. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? The fucking players need to get their heads out of their ass. Fucking I'm Bloom. And then he goes on the radio and he's like, hey, Bloom, how are you doing today? <laughs> it's impressive that he really can turn turn it off. You know what I mean? Like when, it, when it's time to go on radio, just to be like. Really is. Pro, All right, guys, pro, let's, pro. Let's, get back, let's get back on to the series, talk about the games and whatnot. Uh, so, uh, game one wasn't the best of wins. Um, I'll take an ugly win over a, a beautiful loss any day of the week. Um, like the second game wasn't even a beautiful loss; it was an ugly loss. That game, that game was so fucking stupid. I hate, you know, I hate but, talking about it. It pisses me off. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, we do have to talk yeah. about it. <laughs> so it's shit. Um, you actually wrote some notes in there, and uh, I'll let you talk about the second game because I know how much yeah. you love talking about it. <laughs> so I'll start off with um, yesterday was a very, very poor fundamental baseball game. Um, Vasquez forgot how many outs there was, and that kicked him in the ass. Verdugo thought he had a no doubt home run to the monster. And it. Didn't run out of first. Didn't run to first, and boom, got caught. And I was just like, "What the fuck is this team doing?" Um, Pavetta command was off, but it, it's something about him in hot weather. He just cannot piss in hot weather. But when it's you know the time, not too hot, not too cold, he, he dominates. Like look what he did in Oakland in the drop. He's pitched very good. In April and May, he was good. So I think that's just something to look forward to. If he can pitch in cold weather, he's meant for October. So that's something that could possibly help us. Mm-hmm. You're, now, you're, Vasquez, you're, you're giving Brady... What? You're giving Brady more ammo to suck fucking Pavetta off. Like, I, I have never know. met somebody who who wants to suck another guy off as much I love as Brady Pavetta. I, I, I actually really like Pavetta. I, I like Pavetta too. I, I do, no, no. but Brady would drop down and fucking. I think I think Nick Pavetta next season really could be like the Garrett Whitlock of this year. That's real. He has I think really that, good stuff. It's just his command is just so bad sometimes. Uh, I, I think he. I think a little little more time, a little more maturity, something's going to click in it, and this guy's going to be fucking. Yeah, I'm not counting him out. He's still a fine number five starter. Like, right. he's fine at his role. I'm not mad at him most of the time. He, like, he's dominated some games, and we're just like, holy shit, is this Jacob DeGrom? <laughs> you know he's got it in there, but it's, it's inconsistent, which is why he's got to be a number five. But he yeah. could definitely be more. Yeah. Right. Go um, ahead, I'll go back. Vasquez, something about him. He just does something so stupid, and it's a domino effect where the whole team plays like shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it really is. He's really He's my most hated stupid. player of the season by a landslide. You, you changed your fucking profile picture. You oh, said, that was Fuck you. Perez. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah, it was Perez. Somebody else changed their profile picture. Oh, to, yeah, it, it was uh, to Vasquez, and it said, Fuck. no, it, it was. There was a couple people that actually did it. Uh, they changed their profile picture to fuck you. And it was Christian Vasquez. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to admit, Christian Vasquez has looked a little lazy lately. I'm not sure if it has to do with uh, the death in his family, um, which, you know, if it does, I guess that's understandable. 
I, actually, I'm not even going to say I guess. It really is understandable, and that sucks. And if it's really psychological, he might need to say something. You know, like, we need we need you in this game. We need you to call a good game. We don't need Cora. I mean, I don't actually mind Veritech calling the game. Um, he shouldn't have to. He really shouldn't. Um, from the both from the uh, dugout, but uh, Vasquez me there was a couple stupid plays in this game that he did. Uh, that that Schwarber uh, single, yeah, that should have yeah. scored him. Um, that was a that was a bad one. Uh, and then the extra innings, he swung heading into that ball. double play. Uh, and the that next was thing ball you know, four. Kika hits Kika hits a home run, which would have been a grand slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it really was a, and I do want to talk about um, the hatred that Robles got in that game. And granted, I do know that giving up five runs isn't typically a good idea, but uh, I don't typically sit, uh, like disagree with uh, Jared Carabas. <clears throat> but uh, he was like, "Fuck you, Robles! You you blew the fucking game." I don't, he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. No, but he sh- it shouldn't have. They totally shouldn't have. Um, they they attacked. They you know the twins did what they were supposed to do. And Robles, you know, he was trying to do his job. And you know, like I said, I don't typically disagree with Carabas. And he, he he got he got pissed off at Robles. And the game should have actually been over in the ninth inning. Uh, Verdugo. Didn't uh, yeah, he didn't that. have a good at bat? It was a real poor at bat. It was probably one of his worst at bats I've seen the entire year. Um, he knows. All he, 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 the first two pitches he tried swinging from the downs. Um, that was not you know, you don't even need to do that. All you need to do is put it, put, put the ball in play, and you're gonna score, score the winning run. You're gonna win the game. That's all you gotta do. Hit a fucking single, hit it to left field. You know, that's all you gotta do. And no, he tried going for the downs, and then he swung at a really shitty pitch, and he looked completely off balance there. And then Hunter Renfro comes up, and he pops up to the catcher. Hey, hey Brad, can I, can I piggyback on one thing you said before about Christian no. Vasquez? No. Thanks. But go ahead. One fear I have is if Vasquez gets hot now in the last month, that it's kind of like that's the last, you know, like there's an $8 million option to pick up. And he's not even near playing like an eight million dollar player, right? Like not even close. No, but if not. he get if he gets hot right in the last three weeks of the season, that I really hope that that doesn't kind of like sway management to go like this. Man, eh, it's only one year, you know, this that, the other. Because I think generally speaking, it feels like it's kind of like I think it's time to move on. You know, like it, it feels like I'm glad you're here for eight. It feels like Jackie Bradley to me. Similar thing, like it's just time. Like good luck. I'm not going to boo you on the way out, but just. Later. Hold on. What's his? What's his option? Oh yeah, it is eight million. Right, and I just to me. Oh, like this is why. That's why he's fucking always. He's been hit. He's been playing because his club option includes a two hundred fifty thousand dollar buyout, but uh, his twenty twenty two escalates to an eight million dollar uh, contract with five hundred and two plate appearances across twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. So that's why he's been playing so much. Yeah, but if he's a two hundred fifty thousand dollars buyout is is nothing to the Boston Red Sox if they don't want to take on that eight million. 
You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm just saying this is the reason why he's been playing so much is because if he gets that 502 plate appearances, it bumps up from seven to eight. Yeah, but it's 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 time to I think it's time to move on from Christian Vasquez. Yeah. All right. So you want to finish the uh, finish the second game or? Yeah, I'll finish. Um, back to Verdugo. Just had a horrible AB trying to be the hero, and he'll learn from that. Schwarber just keeps freaking raking. I, I absolutely so love Schwarber. Do you know what? Can you can you give us the uh, OPS and on base percentage that he's had since he's joined the Red Sox? I can do that. I I know I know it's like incredible. I believe stats probably posted it. Maybe even uh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it loads. Okay. So in. Nine games? 40, 42 plate appearances. He has a .400 batting average, a .571 on base percentage, and a .633 slugging, which is a 1.205 OPS, which is just Barry Bonds. I mean, <laughs> he's, 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 not, he's not really striking out either. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It seems like uh, picking up uh, Schwarber was a good idea. How about the fact he fucking finally hit his first bomb? It should and have been a walk off. T- That's a sad. It part. should have been. It really should have been. But he, he fucking that he hit his first way. bomb. It. You know what? It's also nice that he tied it. At least it wasn't a wasted. I mean, it ended up being a wasted home run. But at least uh, he tied the game in the ninth. Oh Here's yeah. That. Um, lastly, I like this. Is my biggest takeaway, but Austin Davis, aka Big Fudge, he's just been fantastic for the Red Sox in 11 innings. He has a 3.27 ERA, a 1.62 FIP, a 2.59 expected FIP, and a 2.83 Sierra. So those are all very good analytical so stats. Can you can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor because. I- I don't know what it means. I don't know if Brady knows what it means. But I'm sure that anybody that's going to listen to our episode, I'm sure there's going to be people out there that don't know what it means. Can you explain what Sierra means? It's skill, interactive, or an average, which is basically like FIP. You just cannot control it. Um, it takes away like expected batting average, you know, like launch angle. It's just It takes away all those together combined. So... If you, want to, if you want something that makes sense, Garrett Richards has like the highest Sierra ahead of all qualified starting pitchers, which makes sense because he gets rocked all the time. So Martin Perez doesn't? Uh, he's up there. His, his is above five. Okay. So, uh, so basically what you're saying is that uh, Big Fudge has been, been Yeah, he's been really fantastic. He's been I think he, he should be used in a higher leverage role. Give him a chance. I like him better than Josh Taylor, to be honest. So that was basically a steal, uh, trading Chavis to the Pittsburgh Pirates. It was. Although Chavis has been good for the Pirates, good for him. We didn't need him, but I hope he succeeds. He's been good for them, so he might have just needed a change of scenery, whatever. (laughs) I mean, he's only played, what, like two or three games for the Pirates? Yeah, you're right. I'll give him time, but so far, Pirates fans are loving him. Good. I mean, like, he should be loved. He's a really nice guy. He's, like, one of those people that, you know, he was loved in Boston, but 
he just he didn't have a spot on the team. He didn't have a spot yeah. on the roster. He, he, and he got all of his chances. He got his chances. Yeah, and the fact that he went down to work on those high fastballs and he was still you know swinging at those high fastballs. All right, let's talk about game three. Uh, Chris Sale comes out. Uh, this is his third game back after on the I after being in the IL for Tommy John surgery. Uh, he looked fucking fantastic, honestly. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm. I actually was disappointed. I forgot that Chris Sale was pitching tonight, uh, and I went to my nephew's uh, scrimmage, uh, football scrimmage. He he just started playing uh, tackle football, and second play in, one of the kids broke his ankle, like Ooh. literally <clears throat> broke his ankle. That's Somebody tackled him. It, it really did, and all you heard, and like. I I don't get like the goosebumps or the heebie-jeebies or whatever when people are fucking like yelling and shit. But when you hear a kid fucking crying from fucking breaking their breaking something, dude, there's nothing worse than that. And uh, but I was like, you know what? I I think this is a perfect time for me to go home now. And uh, I I went home. I drove home, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop by McDonald's real quick. I'm gonna go through the drive-through, grab me a nice burger. You know, nice frozen burger that they just put on a grill and whatnot. I went through the drive-thru, and uh, the fucking drive-thru guy was like, oh, what would you like to order? And I'm like, I'd like a cheeseburger, french fries, and a large Sprite. And they were like, what would you like to order? I was like, a cheeseburger, a large french fry, and a large Sprite. And then they asked me again. I was like, get your head out of your fucking ass. And then I went home. And then I realized that fucking uh, Chris Hill was pitching. So... I didn't miss much, but Chris Sales ends up going uh, five and a third innings. He ends up uh, up two hits, two runs, both of them earned. Uh, He walked two. Is me? He didn't walk any his first outing. He walked one his second outing. He's walked two this outing. Are we expecting him to walk three his next outing? You see, you see the trend here. Um, No, the Rays are pretty. Yeah, the I, I, I was I was trying to I was trying to make up funny. I know <laughs> it wasn't too funny, uh, but he had he had eight strikeouts, which uh, it's a little down, man. We got to uh, we got to pick those up. Uh, <laughs> and he gave up one home run. His ERA after three outings, fifteen and one thirds innings, is now at a at two uh, two thirty two point thirty five. Wetlock comes out, he goes one and two thirds innings. He gives up. I don't know why my computer keeps fucking doing this. He strikes out two. Uh, Richards comes out. Richards had a little bit of a, uh, a struggle. I, and I don't know if it had to do with the fact that he, he sat a little while. But he went one inning. He, uh, he walked two. He didn't strike out anybody, though. But he didn't give up any runs. He gave up one hit. And then Barnes came out. And like I said before, uh, Barnes ended up throwing 26 pitches, 15 of them for strikes. Uh, back to Richards, he threw 24 pitches and 13 for strikes. <clears throat> so there was that. Um, MVP of the series, who are we going with? You want me to go first? Yeah, I, I, you go. Mm, Schwarber. I've got three people in mind. I have, I have, I have one other one. I would say Verdugo, but that bat kind of screwed everything. <laughs> you, you're going Schwarber. 
that's fine. Yeah, I wish Schwarber was fine. That's not a bad. That's not a bad. Uh, that's not a bad take. Uh, Brady, who who would you consider was the MVP of the series? It's hard to ignore what Bobby Dalback did tonight. Um, that's 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 actually who I was going to go with. It, I was, got, I got it was really between him, Sale, and Schwarber. And Whitlock, Whitlock really—that's tough to to discount. I mean, the guy really just puts out fires, man. Um, I mean, do we do do we discount what Robles did on uh, on Tuesday? He bailed Barnes hard. <laughs> you know, it, it stinks because it's always what have you done for me lately? And clearly, Robles should have been pitching. You know, yesterday, like that's not on him. So if he's not pitching, I probably would have said if he didn't pitch yesterday, even if somebody else blew the game, right? Whatever. But like Robles, what he did the other night was he put his big boy pants on and he fucking pitched, and like. Yeah. That was pretty fucking intense, and it that but it but no, it's still Bobby Dalbach. But uh, roll yeah, the way to go. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Bobby. I could have said Nick Pavetta, but you know, <laughs> you, you would have been fucking wrong. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You would have been fucking wrong. Like, not heard, just wrong. You would have been J- fucking wrong. If I said JD Martinez, you would have been fucking wrong again too. The the right. W. VP. Who had the worst series? Who had the worst? It's probably JD, Who had the right? worst? Vasquez. J- worst than JD? It was JD. He's Lee JD. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Yeah, I got JD as the worst. We need him to get back on track. You know what? Fuck it. Santana was the worst. <laughs> I thought the guy at McDonald's really was just he fucking Dude, I was fucked. I've never talked to somebody like that at a, at a restaurant. Uh, you made me repeat myself three fucking times. And, <laughs> like, ser- seriously, that pissed me off. So you're like, fuck you, I'm taking my business to Wendy's, bitch. No, I actually went to the grocery store and fucking had them buy, uh, make me a sandwich. See? A that, sandwich, bitch. that was a good choice. It, it really was, actually. See? Yeah. Everything, everything worked out for a reason there. All right, so let's talk about the next series. We've got the Cleveland Indians. Uh, we've got Eduardo Rodriguez versus Logan Allen. Nathan Navaldi versus Kyle or Cal Quintrell. He's and good. Tanner Hauk versus Eli Morgan. So what are our thoughts and who do we think is going to take the series? And uh, what pitchers are going to rake and what pitchers are going to shit their pants? <laughs> this like, Logan Allen dude has a 9.13 ERA. 
Okay, so we're going to win that one. Actually, no, that's the one that we're going to have and look like a fucking ace. I know. That's I, literally I what it's going to be. In one game, like, it was against the Twins. They hit, like, seven home runs off of him. It was in early April. All right, Brian, so give me, give me again, real quick, the, the matchups here. Erod, Logan Allen. Okay, I like that. that nasty, nasty Nate versus Cal Control. That's a good right. pitching matchup. And Hauk yeah. versus Morgan. How because I mean he's gonna I really think how will, will bounce back after uh, a rocky start the other day so uh, honestly I think I think this might be where the, the Sox back bats wake up a little bit and, and I think they're I think they take the series I think Cal Quantrill pitch, pitches well but uh, in the end you know the I think the Sox pull one out because they beat up after they get Quantrill out of the game. Sox I feel like three would be good. Cleveland's not horrible, but they're still beatable. No Terry Francona. That's a big deal. But Cal Quantrill's a stud. Yep, almost a Red Sox several times. Clevenger. I'm going yep. two of three. I say sweep. I say sweep. I think we're going to lose the Erod game. They, the, this what? game that they played was one of the better games I've seen the last month or so. Like they were aggressive on the bases. Defense was great. Yep. Step forward. But what's happening? You know. Every time we've had a high, I want to be wrong, but I got you got to put it into like a point of view here, you know. So every time we do score and show that we can hit, we can run the bases, we can do our fundamentals, you know, better than we have been, we always come out in the next game and we shit ourselves. All right. And with the facts, and with the facts, I say, you know, it, you know, it's true. Every time we faced a shitty pitcher this year so far. Within the past, not not this year, but in the past couple of weeks or past month or so, every time we we face a shitty pitcher, a pitcher we should be beating the shit out of, we always shit our pants. Um, Haney, uh, who was it? Lyles, um, we, we shit our pants. We let them look like they were fucking aces. Haney fucking had a shutout against us. Fucking Lyles only gave up one run. I mean, I want to be wrong. But All right, Brad. Everything in, points in, to, in, to, to the game. Logan Allen has pinched since July fifth, and in his well, last hold on, gonna, hold on, in his last twelve and two thirds innings, he pitched in the major leagues. He let up twenty three runs in twelve and two thirds. So, I mean, these are not. That's the like, one we're going to lose. No, I'm going to go ahead right now and say, ready? I'm all in. Right, I'm going. I'm going fucking all in on Erod pitching well, not great, but well. And Logan Allen, just like I could just see Bobby Dolbach against a lefty, just fucking launch City. I think Bobby's hot. That's real. I think we lose. And the minors, he has 11 starts and a 7.95 ERA. <laughs> we should easily pull him. We should. We really what? should. And we really should have. We should have beaten Haney, and we should have fucked up uh, Lyles. Lyles allowed four runs in the first inning today, by the way. <laughs> right, and we only got one. So, I'm almost positive that Logan Allen was drafted by the Boston Red Sox. I'm almost positive. You're right. He was. Yeah, he was, I think he was in, in the uh, Craig Kimbrell trade. That's what I believe. That that listen, I'm going back now uh, a little bit. And then he I'm was traded. You, if if we fucking lose tomorrow to this fucking clown, shit. <laughs> I'm going to fucking I'm going to come back and I'm just gonna be like, I fucking told you. 
I know. Just, you cannot beat that Because you're in a no-lose situation right now. Because if the Red Sox win, you're like, of course they're supposed to fucking win. Logan Allen has a 900 runs in the last two innings, right? And then if they lose, you're like, I fucking told you. Fuck. It's, I it's a win-win for me. <laughs> I know. You really can't lose. What you just said is you can't lose. No. All right, guys. Uh, do we have anything else that we'd like to uh, add into the show before we call it a night? I'm worried about J.D. I am too. I don't think he's just cold. I don't think it's just a little cold streak. I think it's 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 either an injury or he's he's really mechanically fucked up. And I don't think he's just gonna like swing the bat and then like like just be better. Like I, I think it's 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 not it doesn't look close. Yeah, I'm a little worried about James. His OBP has just been barely above three hundred since May. Like besides that monstrous April, he's just been like meh. He'll go on good stretches, but then just be like awful. Like, who is this guy? I do agree with you, Isaac. Uh, that uh, I don't know the third starting pitcher. I don't really know the guy if he's a he lefty or righty. <laughs> is he is he a lefty or righty though? Do you know? Um, because I know Cal Quantrill is a righty. righty. All right, so I like JD starting in the first game, and if he does nothing against Logan Allen in his nine ERA, then maybe it's time <laughs> to give you know two 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 days off. I, you know, let Bobby stay in there and and do that. Uh, let me go back to Twitter. I Corey tweeted like who would play tomorrow. I think already or something. He's kind of starting to lose a little bit. Um, and I love Alex Cora. Someone tweeted it. Was it Chris? Okay, he. This is what Chris Cotillo said. Cotillo? Yeah. Cotillo? Schwarber likely at first base tomorrow. Devers at DH. Yeah, but they fucking said that for today. That's stupid. Why would you say it? They said Devers, Devers at DH and Bogart at shortstop. So I could see JD getting a day off. But why wouldn't you let Bobby face a left hander? Bobby could play third. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Okay, then base. I can live with that. Okay, that's okay. He looks fine at third base, to be honest. A couple of times we've seen him. He was always a third baseman until they moved him to first to try to make him a first baseman. Yeah, but Bobby will play tomorrow. It's a it's a slow throwing lefty. He should destroy. That's that's his pitchers. So, all right, guys. Uh, Isaac, it was a pleasure having you on for our first show, and we'll be having you on uh, on a more frequent basis. It'll uh, be you and Ed. Um, mostly during the weekdays and Ryan and myself will most likely be uh, running the shows or Ryan will be on the show as well. Um, and uh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, no problem. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, fuck you, Brady. <laughs> Ryan, next time, please, uh, please make sure you have an alarm on and uh, you do not oversleep and uh, you don't call a like- cheeseburger, large fry, large. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Everybody else, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing. 
And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Fuck you, Brady! Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.